Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. So incredibly grateful that you're here, and I've got such a good episode for all of you today. Just getting home after an amazing trip up north, and so I'm just starting to settle into home life again. As many of you know, I've spent most of this year traveling all over the United States, and so this is finally going to be the first consecutive chunk of time that I've had all year to actually just be home, to relax, to do some self-care, and then eagerly start to plan everything for 2020. So that's going to be all of your retreats, the course offerings. I've been receiving so many emails from all of you interested in our Women's Circle Creatrix training. So do know that all of that information is coming super soon. And to be sure to stay up to date on all of that, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. You can go to the show notes or go to goddessceremony.com slash subscribe. But my team and I are starting to plot out and plan everything for 2020. And I've had so many of you reach out and ask what kinds of offerings are still available right now for the remainder of 2019. Because the year is not over, my friends. There is so much more. And we are really just starting to step into the wisdom and the power that 2020 holds. So if you're not following me on Instagram, then maybe you have not heard. But we just announced our Menstruation Queen Sacred Coaching Program for Women. And this is for women that are feeling burnt out if you've been feeling disconnected from your cycle, have debilitating periods, and are really looking for that true connection to your empowerment and ready to live in a state of clarity, then Menstruation Queen is for you. This is an exclusive offering with yours truly, and I'm so excited to move into this direction from now on. This will be the only way to work one-on-one with me. So I'm really excited about this offering. It is going to transform lives. And those of you that know me personally know that I do not say things like that lightly. This will be an absolutely potent, life-changing, transformative way to start to heal your painful periods, transform your lives, end the self-sabotage cycle, and get the clarity and the empowerment that you deserve. So if you're feeling a hell yes, go to the show notes or go to goddessceremony.com slash queen to get on the application. And my team and I will be in touch this week for all of you that have already applied. I'm so excited. I'm seeing all the applications come in and I cannot wait to bring on some of you that I feel are really ready to go there and do the work and start to transform your life. So, so many exciting things over here. And I'm really excited about this episode as well. I've found in the last few weeks that this conversation has come up a lot for women that I'm working with as clients in business seminars that I've attended and even in just simple conversations with friends, the idea of the imposter syndrome. And if you click this podcast, I'm guessing you clicked it because sometimes this is you, right? I think this resonates for most high achievers or entrepreneurs, healers, teachers, and we feel like we all have this little secret. And the secret is that 
sometimes deep within, we feel like a fraud. We feel like we don't have a right to do what we're doing. We feel like we are faking it until we make it. And it's interesting because many of us have these feelings come up and yet we feel totally alone. We feel like no one else understands this. We feel like everyone else is confident and we are all alone on our little island feeling like imposters, questioning our validity and our worth. When in reality, get this, 70% of all people experience the imposter syndrome. So likely people that you know and look up to have experienced imposter syndrome. So you are so far from being alone in this. And I hear people talk about the imposter syndrome all the time. So if you're new to this term or if you're not really sure what this means, this is the definition of imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evidence of one's success. So this is, we have the amazing resume. We've worked in our field for, you know, a decade. We're incredibly brilliant. We know we're talented at our core. And yet when we're in the workplace, we're questioning our worth and we're thinking everyone else is more qualified than me. Why did they hire me? Or in our relationship, we're constantly feeling like I'm not showing up. I'm not enough, even though we are being absolutely incredible within the sacred partnership. The imposter syndrome can be such a vicious cycle. It can really dive into social anxiety. It can cause all sorts of issues in our lives. And I really want to hit it right on the head and talk about five things that changed the game for me. Because yes, there have been many moments in my career where I have battled the imposter syndrome. And people are always surprised to hear that. They think, Cassandra, you exude confidence. When you walk into a room, it seems like you you belong there. It seems like you don't ever have uh, these these concerns of self-worth. And I'm always shocked to hear people say that. And I think, my God, <laughs> if only you could have met me just a couple years ago and you would never, ever think that. Because for years, I lived in this cycle of the imposter syndrome. And I had so many things attached to it because I felt like I was really young or because I wasn't necessarily trained in a certain modality. And therefore all these things made me not necessarily as good as someone else. And I have to tell you all, when you play from this place, you are doing a disservice to yourself, but not just to yourself, but also to the people that you are here to help and serve. And so when we play small, it's not just hurting us, it's hurting the people that we are meant to help in this world. We all have a dharma, we all have a passion, we all have a purpose. And when we don't live from that space, we are doing such a massive disservice. And so while the imposter syndrome is kind of a an interesting thing to talk about, I really think there's a much deeper layer to this. And that is the idea of playing small, of fitting ourselves, shrinking, shrinking ourselves to fit places that we have outgrown out of fear of showing up as too big, too bold, too much. I've talked about that in one of my podcasts before. The energy of the feminine is always asking, yeah, is this too much? Am I being too big? Am I taking up too much space? Whereas the as masculine tends to ask the exact opposite in that, am I being big enough? Am I taking up enough space? And so it's very interesting to see how these energies within all of us can almost battle each other. So I think this really comes back to this idea or this quote that our greatest fear is really not that we are inadequates. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, 
not our darkness that most frightens us. So I was at a seminar with James Wedmore a couple weeks ago. Some of you saw that on Instagram. It was absolutely amazing. I can't wait to go back in 2020. But there was a man that came up on stage and his story really touched me because he was talking about the idea of the imposter syndrome. And he was saying that imposter syndrome is literally the silliest story that we can say to ourselves. And he was sharing how he went to Harvard Law School. He studied with the best attorneys in the country. He worked with amazing attorneys on the Supreme Court and judges. And even with all of that, he continued to question, who am I to do some sort of schooling or training to teach other attorneys how to really succeed in their business? He was like, me, the guy that's like literally done everything perfect on paper that one could do. And yet here I am still saying, but, but, who am I to do that? And that really hit something within me to realize it's everyone. It's not just us in the healing realm. It's not just, you know, entrepreneurs. It's and it's everyone. It's every industry. And when we continue to let this imposter syndrome rule our lives, like I said, it redirects us. It steers us away from the impact and the people that we are here to serve. One thing that's really key to note here, though, is that the imposter syndrome really comes from evolution. It's part of our primal being that is trying to keep us safe and comfortable and alive. Why do you think that for so many of us, the idea of change or getting outside of our comfort zone is literally terrifying? That is your reptilian brain trying to keep you safe. It doesn't want you to be uncomfortable. It doesn't want you to be hurt. It doesn't want you to be in pain. And so it's a protection mechanism that certainly served us at one point. But in our modern world, what it does instead is it keeps us stuck. It keeps us playing small. It keeps us in a state of fear because we don't want to change, because we don't want to get out of our our little bubble. It tells us that change, growth, expansion are not good because it's going to push us out of our comfort zone. And so when we recognize that, it gives us a sense of compassion because there's nothing wrong with you for having imposter syndrome. Rather, it's biology, the way that you feel. It's very, very normal. But now how can we overcome our biology to actually do what we're meant to do in this world? That's the key right there. So it seems like no matter where I am, these seminars, these trainings, even when I have women come for our women's circle creatrix training, so often I hear them say, but who am I to lead a women's circle? Who am I to guide other people? Who am I to have a voice to sit in front of other people and, and have people listen to my words, have people really sit with my presence? And my response is always the same. Who are you not to be? We must get out of the imposter syndrome cycle that we're all feeling, that we have all felt, and instead remember that we do have something to share in this world. We do have strengths, and when we get really clear on those, then we can leave the imposter syndrome at the door once and for all. Okay, so let me share the five things that totally changed the game for me. If you've listened to a lot of these podcasts and you've heard more of my story, and you likely know that I was a super, super shy, reserved, mega introverted child, very, very um, awkward in social situations. I did not like large groups of people. Never in a million years would I imagine talking and teaching in front of hundreds of people. That was literally insanity to me. And it all came back from this feeling of imposter syndrome of who am I to take up space? People are more qualified than I am. 
I'm just going to stay small. I don't want to rock the boat. And so it's been a massive change for me in the last few years to really eliminate this from my belief and instead stand in my worth. Okay, so here's five tools that will be really helpful for you as well. Number one, this is my favorite thing in the entire world, and that is to speak out loud or in your mind, I am worthy or I am enough to yourself before any meeting or training or scenario where you need to have that little surge of confidence to remember that you do have a right to be there. So whether I'm about to walk out and greet retreat guests, or I'm about to get on a podcast with a huge name podcast guest or host that I'm totally intimidated by, whether it's meeting someone that's exceptionally, exceptionally well known in my field, whatever it is, the thing that I repeat in my mind every single time is I am worthy, I am worthy, I am worthy. I am allowed to take up space here. I have a right to be here and people know that and feel that. And it's amazing, even just speaking that in your mind, you'll notice your shoulder blades roll back. You'll notice your chest rise a little higher. You'll notice your gaze rise and you'll feel this confidence exude and radiate from you. So it sounds incredibly simple, but most of the time when we're stuck in the imposter syndrome, when we are in these scenarios, what are we doing instead? questioning our right to be there. We're walking around thinking, I don't have a right to be here. Everyone's going to know I'm secretly a fraud. I actually don't have the qualifications to be here. And then that is so incredibly present in how we show up with people. So instead, I'm going to challenge you to speak, I am worthy or I am enough before any situation where you need to exude confidence. The second tool is to own your successes and maybe even keep track of them. And this is a big thing, especially for the feminine. We tend to downplay our accomplishments or the things that we've done. And the things that we've done haven't been out of luck or chance. The things that you have done and accomplished have been through your incredible work and alignment and dedication and commitment. And when we recognize that, then we can really see that we do have the right to take up space and to be seen. And a lot of people will actually write out in an accomplishment journal the things that they're most proud of. And it doesn't have to be something over the top. It could be something as simple as showing up when you didn't want to show up or being there for someone when they really needed you. It doesn't have to be something massive like get a master's degree or or whatever, or get a massive promotion. But what things make you feel accomplished and keep track of those? This will also allow you to really get clear on your effort and what you did to get there. And that's going to help you continue to embody that in the future. So own your successes. Stop downplaying it. Stop beating around the bush. Instead, own who you are and what you have to offer. My third tip is to remember that what you do is enough especially for people that tend to be very perfectionist. Everything they do doesn't measure up because it wasn't perfect, because it could have gone better, because there were things that were lacking. We pick it apart until we feel like what we did wasn't even worth it. Like it was just a complete flop, even though in reality it was amazing and no one else would have ever even known that it didn't go perfectly. You are the only person that are, that is picking it apart. When you remember that what you do is enough, it allows you also to focus on your strengths, the things that inherently are very easy for you, the things that 
are inherently your gifts, the things that you have to offer that flow from you. And we all have multiple gifts that are inherent to who we are. And maybe even after this podcast, take a moment to write out your things that are naturally easy for you. Maybe you have a real ease with talking to people, or maybe you're that person that strangers tell their deepest, darkest secrets to, or maybe you're amazing at crafts, or maybe you're really good at organizing. Whatever thing it may be, seemingly big or small, know your strengths, and that's gonna help you remember that what you do is enough, and that you do have incredible things to offer. My fourth tip to ditch imposter syndrome once and for all is to stay in your own lane. Comparison is the worst thing in the world for people like us who have imposter syndrome. Because you can feel really confident, you can feel really good, and then you get on Instagram and that person that's kind of quote your competition or the person that kind of does something similar to you and you see that they've just announced a new course or a new offering and they're just hashtag killing it, what do you do? You compare yourself to them and suddenly you feel like, once again, imposter, a fraud. Someone else is doing it. It's already been done. What's the point? I should just go back to what I was doing anyway and give up. So stay in your own lane and instead focus on your offerings. Remember that you could take a thousand people that all have the same niche or all have the same passion or the thing they're trying to teach and every person would do it a little different and every person would resonate with different people. So it's less about what you're offering or what you're doing and more so about who you are when you are doing it. So do what you need to do to end the comparison cycle, whether that's unfollowing people that you are constantly comparing yourself to, whether that is shifting how you do social media, whether that is disconnecting in some ways, stay in your own lane and that will allow you to really really hone in on your own offerings and connect with your own audience or your people or your ideal clients. One more tip for you all, and this is so funny, this tends to be so hard for us as women, and I'd really like to see this change. The fifth and final tip is to accept compliments and appreciation with grace. How often does someone say, you look so beautiful today, or I just love what you're wearing, or You are so radiant today, and what do we do? We immediately flip-flop it and give them a compliment right back, which is so sweet, but we are not even taking a millisecond to accept and appreciate what they have said to us. We have not taken that moment to receive the beautiful compliment or the beautiful moment of appreciation that's just been presented to us. So instead, I'm challenging you in this next week, when someone compliments you, acknowledges you, appreciates you, Sit with it and take a solid breath. So you're gonna really be in this for five to 10 seconds to feel it, to receive it, to acknowledge it, and then thank them. And then if you wanna offer a compliment back, amazing. But do so from a genuine space rather from a place of discomfort of, oh my gosh, someone's acknowledging me. Uh, let me hurry and acknowledge them back. Such a powerful thing as women. I think we so often brush off these beautiful opportunities for compliments and to receive. So this is your homework to challenge yourself to receive any and all compliments this week with complete grace, admiration, and appreciation. 
you can end this imposter syndrome once and for all. And remember, it is something that the vast majority of all of us have felt. So there's nothing wrong with you for feeling it. In fact, it is coming from a really loving, beautiful space of self-preservation. But staying in that space is not going to serve you in the long term in terms of helping other people, serving your mission, living your dharma. Instead, it's going to keep you small so that you never make the impact that you were born to do. And my beautiful sister, that would be the greatest tragedy of all, to not utilize the amazing gifts that you have inherently within you. So if you are dedicated to ditching imposter syndrome and to really showing up fully, whether that's through your social media, in person, with your clients, at work, with your family, tell me, find me on Instagram and let's connect about it. And especially if you are taking the challenge to accept compliments with grace or maybe to track your successes or to stop the comparison cycle, I want to hear all about it. You can email me at podcast at goddessceremony.com or find me on Instagram in the show notes. I'm so incredibly grateful for all of you. We're all in this together. You are not alone in your journey. And as we do this work all together, we will rise up and create the impact that we were all born to do. So much love to each and every one of you. I'm so excited to be at home for the next couple weeks to work on all these projects. And I hope that you have an amazing start to your week as well. All right, my friends, much love. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.